Time now for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun. And there's a very interesting Angus Reid survey out today that we are going to be talking about. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. All right, this has to do with the Premier's popularity, which, you know, has been remarkably steady for five years. Yes, John Horgan has been, uh, in the time I've been writing about politics, uh, one of the most consistently popular B.C. Premiers uh, in decades. I mean, Premiers go up and down in B.C., uh, and, you know, at election time, they win elections, so clearly sometimes the voters like them enough to re-elect them, but Horgan has been remarkably consistent through his five years as Premier, and since... um, He was credited with doing a good job managing the pandemic two years ago. His numbers have been very good. He's been above 50% approval rating, which is landslide territory, uh, for a long time. So the fact that he's taken a hit, finally, is news. Uh, Angus Reid Institute, independent, non-profit society that doesn't do polling in the interest of political parties, just does polling, They've got the approval rating out today, and they say Horgan's dropped below 50% for the first time. He's down seven points from the last survey a month ago. Okay, that's a lot. Seven points in one month. I mean, that would, that would be concerning. Yes, it, it would be concerning. Although, you know, he's still the third most popular premier in Canada. It's a tough country to govern in. And uh, he's at the, his approval rating is 48%. That's about the share of the vote that the New Democrats got in the election uh, two years ago, so he's still in landslide territory. So that's, you know, the other side of it. But yes, he's dropped seven points, and the Reed Foundation in their release is saying uh, they think it's the museum debacle, they think it's the shortage of family doctors, and the affordability issues, all of which have come up to bite the New Democrats uh, in the last month or so. So uh, I I think they're right about that. Uh, There's also an asterisk on this one, Simi. I think this is interesting. The Reed Foundation say there's more to come on the museum. They've they've polled on that separately, and we can expect that shoe to drop later in the week. Okay, well, that also tells you then how that is kind of taking hold in terms of a very, very serious political issue, which we knew already. But we get that sense, Vaughn, you and I do, because people write us and they tell us that. But when it starts getting into polling territory, I'd say the government better come up with a better plan. Yeah, I agree. Look, I have not heard, really, I get a lot of feedback in different ways. And I really haven't heard from a member of the public, just sort of an ordinary person out there, who thinks the museum thing is a good idea. I've heard from some people who have an axe to grind in it, not many, but a few. Uh, The Victoria paper here, and I mean, this is a town that elects new Democrats, had to beg its readers that if anybody out there thinks it's a great idea, write us, because we aren't getting any mail on this. So uh, the museum, I would say, is... uh, I don't know. I don't see how they save that. Now, whether that's going to translate into a whole bunch of other issues for them uh, remains to be seen. But, yeah, this is the first serious hit Horgan has taken on his popularity in several years. And for that reason, it's significant. Also, what's interesting here is that, you know, it's almost the midway point. Yep. Of, of this particular mandate that they have gotten, you could argue, if the election happens when it's supposed to happen. And quite often, there is kind of a writing of the ship, right? Like, no, yep. nobody makes it through the full four years without having to make a few course corrections. That's true, Simi. I mean, the unusual thing about Horgan's uh, 
continuing popularity, uh, and I mean, he's earned some of it, but you also had the pandemic, which kind of pushed out all other issues. So for for two years, the, the other issues that would normally dog a government, like you haven't delivered on this promise, or this issue was cropped up that you didn't plan, or whatever, uh, they got crowded out by the pandemic. So, so part of what we're seeing here, I think, is that exactly, with yeah. the pandemic fading as is an issue, we've kind of returned to politics as normal. And in politics as normal, uh, governing BC, uh, it's not surprising uh, for a premier's numbers to go up and down. Most of them do. Okay, there's that happening, and let's also talk about another issue which needs fixing. I know a lot of us feel that way. And this has to do with this uh, access to information law and the filing fee that they are now charging. Yeah, so the New Democrats bought in a $10 fee just to apply for access to information. It's public information, but if you want to ask them for it, just ask them for it, you have to pay them 10 bucks, And then they can send you a, a subsequent bill for how much it will cost you to put all that together again. But the $10 fee is something new and uh, very controversial. So legislature committee is required uh, under BC law to meet every few years and get public feedback on how the law is going. And they did uh, this spring. And the, the testimony to the committee, the submissions were all a matter of public record. And they all said pretty much the same thing on the $10 fee. Everybody thinks it's a bad idea and they think they should get rid of it. They think it's a barrier to people asking for their own for, for information that is public property. So the committee did all of its uh, meetings, and then the committee meets <clears throat> in camera uh, for the members to hammer out their rec- rec- recommendations. Well, uh, the recommendations came out recently, and there are a number of recommendations for improving the law. But on the $10 fee, uh, they said, mm, we couldn't reach a consensus in how to respond. <laughs> okay, I don't uh, understand big, that. <laughs> I suppose we should say big surprise, but look, the feedback was overwhelming. Nobody likes the fee. So what really happened behind closed doors? Uh, The New Democrats vetoed it. Uh, The Liberals and the Green member of the committee, um, they wanted to reflect the public mood, which is get rid of this fee. But the New Democrats brought it in and defended it, and they weren't going to let the committee do that, so essentially they vetoed any recommendation around the $10 fee and put that euphemism in the report. New Democrats have the majority of seats on the committee. Uh, they put a euphemism in the report that said, well, we you know, couldn't really uh, reach a consensus on this. I mean, on the one hand, on the other hand, there's no one hand or other hand. That's here. Right. So, I mean, the New Democrats don't like brought in the fee, and they're not going to allow the committee to criticize it. I feel like by saying that we couldn't reach a consensus on it, it makes it feel as though or seem as though there was more discussion about this than there probably actually was. Uh, There may have been a fair amount of discussion on it. Legislature committees do try to reach consensus on recommendations because uh, the committees are supposed to be a a little more nonpartisan than the House is during question period and stuff. So that's the reason why the committees meet in camera and try to reach a consensus, and they often do. In this case, we've got a pretty good idea why they couldn't reach consensus. 
the public feedback was overwhelmingly get rid of the damn $10 fee, and the New Democrats were not going to allow that to happen. They want the fee, uh, not so much because they need the money, although I suppose you could say that the $10 fee is an important source of revenue, not a big one. It's to discourage people from applying. It is intended to discourage applications. So if you get rid of it, well, they go back to, we're getting too many requests. You know, I would almost put that whole situation uh, as the first the first kind of crack that came along in some of the problems that they are seeing right now, because that I felt like that issue really galvanized people and it kind of opened the floodgates. Yeah, it, it sort of showed what they're really like. <laughs> they're not open and transparent. That's what they keep telling everybody. We're open and transparent. Uh, but the, they, were, they felt like they were being harassed by these applications for information. And so they brought in a fee to discourage them. And they you know, in, in past, in opposition, uh, in, in, when it wasn't their government, they've acknowledged that a fee is designed to discourage applications. So, um, you know, that's what they did. Uh, they refused to debate it during the legislature. Uh, they said, well, we haven't brought in the fee yet. You know, it, it, it's just the power is there, but we're not going to debate this fee, and then they brought it in within hours of the legislature adjourning last year. Uh, they brought in the fee at 10 bucks. Oh, boy. All right. More to come on that. Thank you so much, Vaughn. Bye-bye, Simi. That's Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun talking as well about the uh, latest Angus Reid survey about the popularity of premiers across the country. And Premier John Horgan here in B.C. dropped seven points, actually, to about 48%. Still the third most popular premier in the country, but that's a big difference. And we'll be hearing more about it as the Angus Reid Foundation continues to pull, particularly on the museum issue.